Welcome to Small Bites by Mirapois Taste Buds. We're your buds, Melissa. And Emily. And Small Bites is basically just small, short content for you to get some daily doses of, of yours truly, you know? Yeah, easily digestible. Talking about some ingredients, some things that you think you know. Yeah, Maybe. we're going to kind of be honing in on specific food types, uh, specific ingredients, like you kind of mentioned. So we're excited for the fun topics ahead. Yeah, today we're actually talking about Worcestershire. Worcestershire sauce? Worcestershire. 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 Yes. I forgot to look up how to say it. Worcestershire. 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 By the end of this episode, <clears throat> I'm not going to know how to say it at all. No one's going to know how to say it correctly. It's incredibly difficult to say. I don't know why. Even when you <laughs> spell it, I still have to look and double check and like spell check it. It's like a C, isn't it? It's like W-O-R. Yes. C-E. Yeah. We're not going to spell it for you. Shire. You can try to Google <laughs> it and you'll probably get it. So I actually wanted to research this because David Chang posted it on Instagram in September and posted about how... Blew our minds. It's fermented anchovies and tamarind and my mind was just like i have never thought what this ingredient was why have i never thought about this because i put it in my food that's slightly concerning i never questioned it once i th- <laughs> i thought i don't <laughs> this is my naivete i suppose i thought that it was like a plant i don't know I thought, it, like, yeah. pl- I thought it like came from a bean <laughs> a plant. A bean. I don't know. I mean, that's fair. I didn't think it was like a combination <laughs> of items really that like never really crossed my mind. Well, the fact that <laughs> I have a vegan version in my fridge and I never went to question like what's why not it's not vegan. vegan? Yeah. yeah. I was like not more like what? Yeah. Definitely didn't think of it being any sort of animal byproduct. Or yeah, I didn't either really. So it gets its unique flavor from a combination of different things, as we kind of said. So there's vinegar, molasses, anchovies, garlic, tamarind extract, chili pepper extract, sugar, and salt, along with other undisclosed natural ingredients <laughs> in air quotes there. Um, which supposedly includes cloves, soy, essence of lemons, and pickles, possibly. Wow, so weird. it's it's a weird layer layering. I feel like of they things. barely know what's in it. It's like everything but the kitchen sink. <laughs> yeah, supposedly it was developed in 1835 by two chemists from Worcester. Worcester. Oh my god, <laughs> I hate that word. Um, named Leah and Perrins, supposedly, but I'll get into a little bit more about like how they developed it, but. I've used it before in like marinades and things mm-hmm. and kind of like as a condiment. I feel like I've seen it in like chilies or like Bloody Marys often. Yeah. You'll see it thrown in there for like an extra little kick or like bit of flavor. Definitely. I feel like I've used it in like burger, patty meat and stuff like that or like meatloaf. I yeah. Like that always has meatloaf. That is definitely something I think our, our family used to throw in there. Mm-hmm. But I guess the, the ingredients are often left to mature for many months before being used, which is kind of why it has this like complex flavor. <laughs> um, it's kind of difficult to describe what it tastes like. It has a very powerful kind of like umami flavor, which is that anchovies and soy kind of coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really sour kind of from that tamarind and the vinegar and then sweet from the molasses and sugar and then like a little bit spicy too. That's so, so funny. I never peg- pegged it for a umami flavor. Profile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It contains similar flavors with like ketchup and brown sauce, like steak sauces. So like A1, when you think of A1, it's kind of similar kind of to that. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, it's super concentrated compared to like those other condiments. So like only a few drops is necessary. Like you do not want to overdo it. You sparingly for sure. (laughs) Yes, absolutely not. 
Um, some common uses that I also saw were like salad dressings, like Caesar, I guess, Bloody Marys, again, like we said. Swedish meatballs was one that came up a couple times. Obviously, more marinades, especially for steaks. Um, and also like tonkatsu sauce, which is some, another one that I thought was kind of interesting. So, um, pork was another one that came up a lot, which is random. But <laughs> it's funny because it's like, Worcestershire is always an ingredient in many other kinds of like sauces and things. I feel mm-hmm. like it's never a sauce you use on its own. I've never yeah. like seen anyone like just, just add Worcestershire. 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 It's always like a component of something else. Yeah, I don't know if I, I've seen it really on, on its own either. I think it kind of needs to be that extra little secret ingredient that gets added to something, a little yeah, shake of it. It's a little it. too potent, potent otherwise. Well, because you're not using very much of it, so it's like, what are you you're sprinkling a little on something? That's weird. <laughs> and, but supposedly these chemists ri- originally thought it was like a total failure and it tasted horrible, but they let it sit in their chemist basement and came back a few years later and decided to taste it again which i did not fact check this but that story is hilarious already that you would let years? something sit for years and then be like let's taste it again that's main you're maniacs i mean i guess if you're fermenting something yeah. more time is a good thing yeah. theoretically but dang that's a risk mm-hmm. so they tried it again and it had, had tasted amazing they're like wow this is great <laughs> surprise <laughs> so weird but they also are speculated that it evolved from a Malaysian condiment similar to Indonesian. I'm not even going to try to say the sauce, but it's a sweet, thick kind of soy sauce that kind of they think it may have been developed from. So supposedly English colonists first tasted this Indonesian sauce and then they tried to like replicate it and take it back home to to Britain. So without soybeans, they instead used mushrooms and shallots and anchovies to develop a variety of like thick brown condiments and to kind of make up the Worcestershire sauce. So hmm, interesting origins. For yeah, sure. it definitely is kind of, it's definitely interesting. But the one today, like most that you see often have like those combination of ingredients, like we said, molasses, sugar, all that good stuff. But yeah, red onions are super common in there too. I definitely would think it'd be fun to try to make our own, but... Yeah. I mean, how long do you got to ferment it for? It got to be years for it to be good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. The original supposedly was made with barley malt vinegar also. Today, mm. most Worcestershire is made with white vinegar, supposedly. So, but that molasses also gives it kind of that dark brown color, all that good stuff. So a lot of the ones today also use high fructose corn syrup instead to sweeten the sauce. So oh, definitely wow. try to avoid that when you're looking <laughs> for possibly one that you want to be quality. <laughs> Some spices that were suggested were a clove, celery seed, natural flavorings like those might give it kind of that spiciness and like chili pepper extracts also for that heat. Yeah. Yeah. I thought the tamarind too. I just never really realized that tamarind was in there. I don't know. Yeah. I love tamarind and I've only really had it in like South American countries, I feel like. And Mm -hmm. it's always like as a juice or a fruit or something. But I've never, yeah, had it like in a sauce that I can really... I guess maybe some like Indian food I feel like has tamarind vibes too. Mm-hmm. Some chutneys. Yeah, chutneys. Yeah. It's interesting that it's like a more English vibe though for Worcestershire. Yeah. To be using tamarind seems really <laughs> random. <laughs> yeah. The vegan one that we have is water, apple cider vinegar, molasses, soy sauce, which sometimes soy is questionable for obviously vegan sometime too, which is like weird or like gluten free stuff. So you have to kind of be careful if you've got people that are 
sensitive Yeah, I don't even think it's things. probably not even gluten-free. Oh yeah. my goodness. The one I think that's in our fridge might be, so it might be a gluten-free soy sauce that they've used or something. But mm. it also has cane sugar, tamarind paste, sea salt, cornstarch, xanthan gum, dried onion, dried garlic, clove, and dried chili pepper. So, hmm. yeah. What does the vegan one use instead of anchovies? Do you know? It doesn't have it. There's no like equation. Yeah, no yeah. equivalent to yeah. that. It's just a combination of those things that give it enough of a flavor to be similar that they're like, it's good. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And there you have it. Yeah. Very I mean, that's all sure. we wanted to talk about. I just thought it was pretty mind blowing that pff, that's anchovies what's in there. and tamarind. Who freaking knew? Yeah. Also, it has to be fermented for a really long time. Yeah. It's usually like 18 to 24 months, is what I've heard. So. Guess you always gotta t- test your creations years later and see if she's still good. I mean, it's kind of like with wine too, though. It's I mean, better with you, age. Yeah, you let it sit for a little while, totally different flavor. It's still good. You gotta try it to find out. It's a miracle humans have survived. <laughs> I know it really. It's is. all I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Eating funky cheeses, all the beverages that have just gone bad, basically. <laughs> gotta try to find out. Well, till next time. Yeah. Don't forget to eat in small bites.